enriching your life one story at a time. This is the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast with Editor-in-Chief Amy Newmark. Hey, it's Amy Newmark with a little Chicken Soup for the Soul inspiration for you from our brand new book, Chicken Soup for the Soul, Christmas is in the Air. I know it seems early to be talking about Christmas, but the book went on sale last week, believe it or not. So I waited a whole week to start talking about it. And I'm going to ease you into the holiday season by focusing on something you're going to like with two stories that illustrate the natural generosity of children at Christmas time. So in our first story, Lucy Rodriguez tells us that times were tough. She was a single mother of three children, ages 11, 7, and 5. And the kids had decorated their artificial tree with all their handmade ornaments, but now Lucy didn't have any gifts to put under the tree. The kids were noticing that the neighbors and their friends had gifts under their Christmas trees. And they were starting to get concerned, but not for themselves. They were concerned for each other. One evening, Lucy's seven-year-old daughter came home from playing at her best friend's house down the street, and she told her mom that she was concerned about the lack of gifts under their tree, and then she went off to her room. And she came back with a bunch of things that she knew her two brothers would like, and she proceeded to wrap them and put them under the tree. Lucy says, the next day, her little brother Julian woke up and found the gifts. His face lit up. Inspired, he ran to his room gathered some of his special possessions and wrapped them to give as gifts, not knowing that his sister was responsible for the ones under the tree. The tree still lacked beauty, but now several little gifts were beneath it, awkwardly but lovingly wrapped by my children. Then later that month, Lucy was rearranging the ornaments on the tree, putting them up higher than the kids had been able to reach, and she took a closer look at the gifts underneath it. And what she found was that her daughter had wrapped up some of her very favorite books and toys to give to her brothers, and that her little brother had done the same. These kids were giving away their most prized possessions to make Christmas better for their siblings. Lucy had managed to find the money to buy a few gifts for the children herself, but her gifts paled compared to the ones the kids were giving to each other. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Jenna Glatzer was another single mom, and she was looking forward to Christmas with her five-year-old. For the first time in years, Jenna had enough cash to buy her daughter some gifts. Not a lot, but some. And she wouldn't have to worry about also paying the electric bill. So in November, when she and her daughter were at the grocery store and they spotted one of those angel trees, she explained what it was to her daughter, and she said they could pick one child's tag off the tree and buy gifts for that one child. She read the tags to her daughter, explaining what each child was asking for, and it was hard to pick, and actually heartbreaking too. One little girl only asked for pajamas and nothing else. But they finally settled on a little girl the same age as Jenna's daughter, and they set out to find the best presents they could on about a $25 budget. 
They began at the local dollar store where they found an enormous stocking they could fill with gifts. And they found gifts there and at a local craft store and in the toy section of a department store. Jenna's daughter was so excited after they filled the stocking and wrote the little girl's name on it with glitter glue. They went back to the grocery store a few days later to drop off the gift. But when they asked the cashier where to take it, he looked confused. Jenna pointed to the tree, which was still right near the register, and explained again, we took a tag off the tree and bought presents for someone. I'm just asking where to drop them off. The cashier went off to ask the manager, who came out and told them that they were the first ones to drop off a gift and that only three tags had been removed from the tree and that tree had already been there for two weeks. So Jenna's daughter asked if they could choose another child. They chose another little girl and filled a stocking for her. And when they went back to drop off that gift, once again, they found the tags on the tree largely untouched. No one was taking them and buying gifts for these kids. So they picked another child. And Jenna said that three was her limit because her daughter really had no idea how close she had come to being one of those kids on the tree herself in prior years. When they went back to the store with the third gift and found that half the tags were still on the tree and it was only a week away from the deadline, Jenna and her daughter had to do something. Her daughter begged her to pick two more tags and said she didn't need any gifts for herself. Her mom could spend all the money buying gifts for the kids on the tree. Jenna says, so it was that we wound up with five angels that year. I took on extra work to do it, not only because I cared about those kids on the tags, but because my own kid needed to know what our little family was all about. I'd been talking to her about kindness and generosity since she first learned to speak. Now it was time to prove that I meant it. When they delivered the final gifts to the store, there were still six tags on that tree. So Jenna turned to her Facebook friends. She posted about that tree that still had six tags on it from six little kids. And her friends drove to that store and took the tags for the remaining six kids. Jenna kept the tags for the five kids that she and her daughter had taken care of. And every year they hang those tags on their own Christmas tree so that they can remember them and all the other kids in need. And that's why our new Christmas book and all the Christmas books we've made in the past few years have been done with those kids in mind, the ones whose families need a little help. We give royalties from our Christmas books to that wonderful organization, the Marines Toys for Tots, which collects gifts and distributes them to children all over the U.S., really helping to make Christmas merrier for hundreds of thousands of kids. I'm Amy Newmark, and I want to thank you for listening to the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast today. If you have family members who are new to podcasts, show them how they can listen to podcasts on their phones or computers. I'm going to be sharing more than 20 stories from our new Christmas book on the podcast. So subscribe to it to be sure you get every episode delivered automatically. If you'd like to learn more about Chicken Soup for the Soul, Christmas is in the air, go to our website, chickensoup.com, and click on the podcast button. You'll see the book there. You can check out the front and back covers. You can read more about it. And you will find the book wherever books are sold, including Walmart, Barnes & Noble, Books A Million, and Amazon. Come back next time for more inspiration, this time from another really cool new book, Chicken Soup for the Soul, Listen to Your Dreams. 
we're going to talk about how your dreams while you're asleep can help you realize the dreams that you have for your waking life. <laughs> 